guess who's back? Back again. Laryngitis is back. No, I don't have laryngitis anymore. But I did have it for three months, and that really sucked. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking with Helen Ryan. Can you imagine me being quiet for three months? Yeah, me either. We're just going to start with a warm-up. If you're walking outside, just a moderate speed. If you're doing something inside, whether you're walking on a treadmill or you're cleaning, like my friend Jean Marie, or when you're cycling, you could be just stepping side to side, knees up, stuff we did in the 80s. I'm going to change it a little bit so that way when I say work harder, I'm not always going to say work faster, increase your pace. So sometimes I will say work harder. That way you can just work harder with whatever it is that you're doing. Sometimes we can't increase our pace because really how fast can we scrub? And if you're driving, you don't want to like drive really fast. Take a deep breath in through your nose and really fill up those lungs. And then exhale. Roll those shoulders. And if you're listening to this without a specific exercise or task, do the breathing if you can with us and the rolling of the shoulders because we should be doing that throughout the day and get rid of all that tension. When we exhale, you want to exhale and kind of tighten your stomach, get all that air out. And then deep breath in again. And I'll be reminding you to relax your hands, relax your feet, to squeeze your glutes. We're holding a warm-up here for about three to four minutes. So I did have laryngitis for three months, and I don't really know what that was all about. I went to Norway with some extended family members, and as soon as I got back, I got sick. I didn't think anything of it. I kept testing negative for COVID. But then I got a sore throat, and I forgot how terrible a, a really... That was like, ugh. We're going to get some of that today. I forgot how terrible that sore throat can feel. I couldn't swallow. It felt like I was swallowing razor blades. And I finally went to urgent care. I tested negative again for COVID, for flu, for strep. But she did give me antibiotics anyway because those rapid uh, strep tests are not always accurate. My throat felt better after a couple of days um, of on antibiotics. So it was most likely strep. She said strep antivirus. But I was sick for two to three weeks. My voice went away, never came back. I mean, it's back now, but it took three months. Hold on to your speed, still in the warm-up phase. So I couldn't talk, and I could just, like, I couldn't get down into the, any of the lower registers, and I had to talk like Minnie Mouse like this, and sometimes it's, and it was, it was really weird, and then people kept trying to talk to me, and I had to make phone calls, and Nobody could hear me. Then I would strain and try to get people to hear me. And then they couldn't. And so then I would get frustrated. But it's over mostly now. My voice is a little bit, you know, squirrely, as I say. And so it'll come and go. But that's okay. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Fill up those lungs. Exhale. Tighten those abs just to get all that air out. And no matter what you're doing, where you're doing it, if you're cleaning, if you're working out, you know, in your living room, whatever you're doing, just work a little bit harder. When I say work harder, I will also say and increase your pace because that's a habit. It's really hard for me to break because I'm not really good at breaking those habits. You know, if you have ADHD like me and you get into a, a rhythm and then your brain flies off and does something else, it's hard to do something different because then your, your brain's going to go do something else. But you're also going to be saying 
the things that you're familiar with saying in the same phrases. So I will say increase your pace for those of us walking outside too. I am working on something which hopefully will be a 31-day walking challenge. It's going to be free. It's going to be on, on this podcast channel. I just say hopefully because if I would have said that when I had laryngitis and then I got laryngitis and then then I wouldn't be able to do it. So, you know, life happens while you're making other plans. So, yeah. So I hope to do that for you. And the good thing is you can start it in January. You can start it whenever you want. Once it's up, you don't even have to wait to the first of anything. Now go a little bit faster. So I heard this episode on the Mel Robbins podcast, and it really resonated with me because this is where I have been a lot this past year. And I've talked about some of this stuff before, but it was a psychotherapist, I think, and Casey was the guest. And I'll see if I can find more information and then link that for you. But the way that she explained things to me was super interesting and it was relatable and made more sense. So just a little bit harder, not hard, but just a little bit more. Now you're going to squeeze your glutes when you walk. You're going to feel how good it feels to be in your body. Roll those shoulders, even if you're driving or sitting at your desk. Shake out your hands. If you're mousing, not a verb, but it is today. If you're mousing, shake out your hands. When we walk, sometimes we scrunch our feet up. And so you kind of relax your feet too. And just keep the breathing going. Breathing really helps us relax, helps calm our mind, and gives us more energy. So a little bit faster than what's comfortable. You're going to hold just past a warm-up pace. So we know already from previous episodes, and this is research-backed, that motivation doesn't usually strike. Like we can't wait for motivation to strike. Motivation actually comes from doing the thing, the thing that we're all waiting for motivation. I'll also link to those motivation episodes I've done in the past. But this is different. What they were talking about is this is when you're frozen, when you are overwhelmed and you can't get even what you would think the basics done and you start to get angry. You start to, you know, hate yourself. You start to just feel like, why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? And it, you're full of negative emotions towards yourself. But I learned something really interesting. Hold on to your speed before I go on my ADHD sidetrack again. Usually when we feel that way, we are processing something in our lives, like a breakup or being emotional pain, financial strain, illness, layoff. And so we're using up a lot of brain power and emotional resources, and we struggle to get everything else done. And when she said that that's actually normal, she said that what you're going through shows that you're mentally well when you can't get the other things done. That just made so much sense to me. Like, of course, you're not going to have the energy to do it because you're processing the overwhelming thing that's happening or the traumatic thing that's been going on in your life. And I've never thought about it that way before. That makes a lot of sense. Keep breathing. Now just go a little faster or work a little bit harder. Now the problem is when that paralysis becomes part of our everyday life and where it becomes more chronic and we don't get things done after we've kind of processed that trauma. And that makes total sense to me if you listen to the previous episode Earlier this year, I was taking care of my aunt who had stage four um, colon cancer. I was so grateful I got to be there with her, but I, I didn't get my work done. I didn't get anything else done. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't exercise. And now this makes total sense. I never thought about it that way. I was like, well, what's wrong with me? I should be able to do this and do that and do that because 
because it's not that hard. The emotional part, the emotional stress or trauma, it was definitely trauma. The emotional trauma used up all that energy. So I couldn't get the other things done that I needed to do. And yeah, I got upset with myself because I feel like, you know, being an overachiever. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, you know, I should be able to do that. Why can't I do that? I just didn't have the mental space to deal with it at the time. Now go a little bit harder. Deep breath in, roll those shoulders out, shake out those hands, squeeze your glutes. Once you process the trauma and it becomes more of a part of your everyday life, then that becomes more of a problem. You want to get the stuff done. You're ready to get the stuff done, but you're so depleted that you can't even get to the beginning of the task. They were talking about shame, and I guess it is shame when you think about it. Yeah, I felt kind of ashamed that I couldn't do it. Like, of course, I should be able to do it. But to go into the self-compassion mode, in case it was saying that self-compassion is motivating. Self-compassion breeds motivation because you're doing something important. You're listening to your body. You're acknowledging that you're processing pain. You're being gentle with yourself. And it's okay. But what I also learned is that shame causes paralysis. Hold on to that speed. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. Again, my voice is going to go like a teenage boy going through puberty, but that's all we can do right now. And that's okay. I'm not going to feel shame about it. I just wanted to be here and podcast again because I found this issue so interesting. And it's not some moral failure when we're going through a trying time and, and we're always pushing harder. And what she said was something like, trying harder on the same broken wheels isn't going to get us anywhere. But self-compassion will get us somewhere. And with self-compassion, that means that we can start really small and do a small thing. Like you can do one or two pieces of laundry. Do the little things, the basics that you can to get you going again, to give yourself that self-compassion that will then motivate you to start to make change. Now push a little harder for a few minutes. We're going to go a little bit more organically. We're going to go a little more flowy today. We're not going to time it, but you want to work harder. Squeeze those glutes, relax and breathe. I'm like the queen of the breathing. I should make a shirt for myself, the queen of the breathing. So when you're in that state chronically though, how do you take these basic tasks and make them doable right now? What can you do to survive? And what are hacks that you can do to get creative so that you can start to move forward in a better direction while still supporting yourself emotionally. Hold on to your speed. So some ideas that she had was, can you stop folding your clothes? Yeah, actually you can. You can leave them in a basket. Use paper plates and paper napkins. Outsource as much as you can. Get some support and get some help. Hold on to your pace. Then find a little small area in your house you can make more comfortable and relaxing, a place where you can sit and feel at peace. Because if everything is overwhelming everywhere, which is where I've been, because after I took care of my aunt, we moved, and I don't know where everything is still, because I kind of checked out, and now I know why. This makes perfect sense, and still hold on to that pace. And if you have a little spot for yourself, a corner of your bedroom, how about your bathroom? If you can make your bathroom feel cozy, and you can just go and just take a moment for yourself in a peaceful place, you'll have a place that's not super cluttery, where you can clear your mind, and that is self-care. Give yourself some love in a small space, even if it's a corner of your bedroom. 
somewhere where you can feel at peace. Now, just going to back off a little bit if you're working harder. When we're in those moments, we just feel like we can't do the basics. For some reason, I know this sounds weird, but for some reason, I just don't like to shower anymore. I mean, I like to be clean. I love to be clean. I just feel like I don't want to go and wash my hair because it's so much work and I just don't have the energy to wash my hair. But I eventually make myself do it because there was nobody wants to be around me. But create a little kit for yourself that has maybe baby wipes, dry shampoo, mouthwash. Next to your bedside table, you could put some tissues, have a water bottle, hand cream, warm socks, your book. Have things accessible that you can reach in everything you need in one spot instead of trying to make everything look pretty. Okay, we're going to go a little faster. Work a little bit harder. I'm going to retrain my brain. Retrain. There was, I think there was a book called Retrain Your Brain. Going to go work a little bit harder now. Squeeze your glutes. Relax your upper body and breathe. Right now, things don't have to be pretty. Put things together that are functional, where they make sense or easy to grab, like put your vitamins with your breakfast items, put your keys with your purse, put your gym clothes or umbrella, and really, who's going to go to the gym if we're in that state? But you know, maybe you will, because working out makes us feel so much better by the door. When the kids were little, I had toothbrushes upstairs for them and toothbrushes downstairs Because after breakfast, I didn't want to send them back upstairs to brush their teeth so they could brush their teeth downstairs in the bathroom and we could just head out to the garage and go. You can create a little charging station with all the different cords plugged in and just put everything there, even if it doesn't need to be charged. So that way it is charged when you need it. Clear your mind of of the clutter. Like, did I charge that? Where is that? Just doesn't matter if everything's out. It doesn't matter if you have cords everywhere. That's the self-compassion to yourself at this moment. Like, how can I make my life easier? And now push and push it into the uncomfortable zone at this point. Keep a small notepad in your purse. I've been doing that. I try to do it on my phone, but it's really so much easier to do paper and pen. And then when you're waiting, because we wait so much, waiting for pickup at school, in the car, if you're at the doctor's office, if you're waiting in line somewhere, you could actually do a brain dump and just write notes on that little notepad or in a little notebook so you don't forget and you know, go, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. Just start dumping, start dumping notes in there. And if your purse is big enough, they even have dated notepads. We could just write a date at the top or you could just write a date. Push harder now. And then you can just get the brain dump or get the to-do list. And that way you can review it later when you feel like you have the space for that. But if you're anything like me, something pops in your mind and then five minutes later it's gone. So if you write it down, you'll have a record of it. You won't go, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot that. And you won't have to beat yourself up over not having it. Slow it down a little bit. Deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Shake out your hands, shake out your shoulders, roll them out, shake out your feet. And dedicated no phone time. I'm working on that because I always have my phone with me and I'm always checking social media. And there's really nothing there that I need to see every minute of the day. Try to have some time for you where you're not always connected. Push harder now. And we're going to make this quite a bit harder. And think of other things that you can do to make your life easier. I mean, I'm always wanting to clean my house. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. I'm not always wanting to clean my house. I want my house to be clean, but I am the cleaning lady. So I spend too much time forcing myself to clean and nobody comes to my house. It's important to me, yeah, but 
Do I really need to waste so much time and brain power? Still hold on that pace, and if you can, just go a little bit harder. I really don't need to fret about it. I do the best I can to keep it as basic, clean as I can, but I'm not going to worry so much about clutter. Because I said, who's going to come and who's going to see it and who's really going to judge me? Well, there's the door. I spent too much time when my kids were little trying to pick up the toys and make sure the house looks spotless for what, for why. I don't know. I used to go really hard. Speaking of hard, let's push a little bit harder. In fact, I found a flyer that I did for a three-hour spin. I'm like, who does a three-hour spin? Apparently, I did. Apparently, I liked it. Apparently, I thought that was super fun. Apparently, now, walking is all I can do because that's where I am right now. But I'm like, a three-hour spin, I would die. I would seriously die. But at that point in my life, I was super driven. And um, this was after I lost the weight and you know after I got back in shape. But I, I was on a mission, I think. I got in such good shape that I could teach a three-hour class. I'm not interested in that anymore because that's not where I am. And back off your pace just a little bit. It's kind of like been there, done that. I'm 57. I'm going to be 58. I'm not 37. When I first lost weight and got back in shape, I was 37 years old. That was 20 years ago, believe it or not. And I am way more tired. 20 years, it doesn't seem like 20 years. It seems like five years. That was a lifetime ago, and I keep thinking that I should be the same person and have the same amount of energy and kick as much ass now at 57 as I could at 37. Okay, we're going to go one more time. We're going to kick some ass. We're going to go faster. I want you to push it. Be uncomfortable, but don't forget to breathe. And I'm trying to get that in my head that it is okay. I'm trying to practice this self-compassion. That's why this episode resonated with me because I do get mad at myself. And so I'm back to podcasting. Let's see how long it lasts. See, oh, did you hear that? See, I was negative to myself again. But I want to. I'm I'm not going to worry about my voice squeaking or breaking. Hold on to your speed there or hold on to your effort level. Push a little bit more now. And so I'm just going to practice what I preach, self-compassion and starting small. You don't have to wash all the sheets at the same time. Now push it a little bit more. Here we go. Shake a groove thing, shake a groove thing. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can't remember. We're going to shake our groove thing. Maybe just do one bed at a time instead of trying to make all the beds. Because then you get mad. It's time for bed and your sheets are in the dryer. You haven't made any of the beds. And then you have to go do all the beds. And then then you're just cranky and upset. So maybe we just do one bed one day and one bed another day. And that's good enough. Push it now. Push it. Pretty soon we're just going to slow it down, but not yet. Not yet. Breathe. Squeeze your glutes. Feel how strong those legs are. A little more of a push. Or if you're cleaning the tub, feel how strong those arms are. If you're rowing on the rowing machine, arms will be strong. And slow it down. So think outside the box. Think about creative solutions. And yeah, the paper plates. Sure, uh, you don't want to do that in the long run, but for that little moment in time, it's a survival method for you. If you don't want to do all the dishes, then don't. Just use paper plates for now. If you're going to cook, try to cook one pot meal so you don't have a thousand pans because then you're not going to want to cook. I don't want to cook. And I'm trying to bring myself out of that because I didn't realize how much this whole year affected me. I should have realized that, but superwoman and all. Like, why am I so tired? But also tired because I'm hypothyroid. I didn't realize that my numbers also sank because I didn't take care of myself. Probably wasn't taking my medication consistently. 
And so my thyroid levels are really low. So that also, of course, affects motivation. And if you haven't done labs, you could do labs too to see if maybe what you're feeling is not just a result of the trauma, but maybe it is also something physical. Slow it down a little bit. Another deep breath in. When you get back, you just want to stretch out. Stretch out your calves, stretch out your quads, stretch out your glutes. My favorite word is glute. No, actually, my favorite word is gastrocnemus. That's the the muscle on the back of the calf, which is incredibly weird because I don't understand. Why are we pronouncing the C in the middle of it? I have no idea. And, you know, instead of sleeping, these are the things I think of at night when I'm not watching cat videos about cats who are rescued and were given a second chance at life and then I cry. And then there's no sleeping. My head is full of facts and every lyric to every 80s song ever written. Slow it down a little bit more. Hopefully by the time I can record my challenge for you, my voice will be a little more stable. But then again, we don't care, do we? We're just going to get her done. And we're not going to be shameful and we're not going to beat ourselves up. We're going to do the best that we can. And the best that we can is good enough. That's what we should write. We should write that down and put on a sticky note and post it somewhere. A little bit slower. And breathe. Exhale. Roll out those shoulders. The show website is walkingandtalking.show. So the show notes will be updated. Can't exactly tell you when, but they will be updated on all the podcast platforms wherever you're listening to this now. So you can see the show notes there. I'll try to find the link to that Mel Robbins episode. It was really good. And it was really eye-opening to me. The fact that I needed to realize that I was using my energy that I had to process the trauma I was going through and the trauma I saw and the sadness watching my aunt die. I didn't realize that that is why I couldn't do the other things in my life. Once you realize that that's totally okay, it really takes a load off your shoulders. Deep breath in again through the nose now. Slow it down some more. Really fill up those lungs all the way. And exhale through your mouth. Give those shoulders one more roll. And thanks for hanging out with me today.